Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCready, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCready. Take a listen today to Cappuccino and Conversations. I think you may be a bit surprised that it's much bolder and deeper than the title may sound. But it's time for bold brethren who are contending for the faith in their oneness with the Father and in their ability to move with each other in such a way where there will be no defeat within our ranks. Take a listen today. I pray it encourages you to continue to go deeper with Him and potentially to connect more with me. I just want to take a minute to focus in on what I previously spoke about on, it was either Cappuccino and Conversations or Bold Brethren uh, 2.0, but I mentioned uh, that a part of being in the agony of earnestly contending for the faith and for um, you know our life with the brethren, uh, how we relate to each other. I mentioned this uh, exchange of going from the excruciating pain of our life into the exquisite pain that is going to definitely be a part of real, true living. My friends, we are not shut down and numbed out and just trying anything to manage our pain. We are those who must be Uh, taking hold of, as sons, the deep provision of the Father in the cross of Jesus that is applied to us so very deeply within by Holy Spirit, if we're going to come out of the excruciating pain that we've lived in and we've tried to manage and we've tried to overcome, we've used every addiction known to us, whether it's addiction to people or substances or work uh, or shopping or things or status, but ultimately it's addiction to self, and we've tried to cope with pain. We've tried our own means and measures of coming out of it. But if we do not take hold of what 2 Corinthians 7, 9, and 10 says, is that when we repent, when we turn to God and say, God, I don't want to keep taking care of my pain. I want to permit you to direct my pain. The promise there in the Amplified Classic is that when we do that and God is permitted to direct our pain, to deal with our pain, to address it, to open up chambers of his house of provision through the cross of Jesus, we begin to see there is far more than what we have known. And we take what he has provided because that's what sons do. They sit at his table. They take what the Father has provided for all of that excruciating pain, disappointment, rejections, you know, all of these things that come into play when we're attempting to live in relationship uh, with people. Uh, It says that if we turn to God and we allow him to direct our pain, that with it will come salvation, deliverance, and no regret. And we will be able to unhook from the entire human race in this sinful, dysfunctional way of scamming and frauding people to get what we need or to live in the crumbs of what people are willing to give us, to live in the brutal wounds of real, true sin committed against us, 
or living in guilt and forever trying to pay back to those that we have sinned against, that whole ungodly system of life, which is known as sin, that has corresponding behavior to it, that is anathema to our Father's way of life. And it's not okay with Him. He's trying to bring us out of that whole way of relating uh, because it's not His. And He's not asking us to submit to it. He's not asking us to just try to understand it. He wants to bring us out of it and into His way of living. Uh, his way of of loving, living, thinking, uh, interreac- interacting with people, and and the whole culture of his way of life, and and this is what then begins to shift us into living as the bold brethren, to living as debtors to all men. Paul said, "I owe a debt of love to all people," and that wasn't sweet, syrupy, sappy human love. It was the love of God that he had received was now the love of God he was going to. Uh, release. We can see it, of course, first lived out by the Son, Jesus. And if you really let yourself look at it, I mean, Jesus lived in the exquisite pain of really truly being, you know, connected with people, but he also was able to discern those who had so wrapped themselves in a sinful way of life uh, that were deeply manipulative, lying, all of that. And, and Jesus, it says in John 2, 24 and 25, that Jesus, because he knew what was in people, never entrusted himself to them. We've got to be those who are maturing and discerning so that we don't keep trying to interact and, and intimately be involved with people who are set out to destroy, set out to control. I don't care how Christian it may appear on the surface. Uh, There is a deeper discernment that Jesus had that he was able to see what was operating under the radar, call it out, do what he needed to do, move on with the Father, continue to fulfill his assignment to save the world. Listen, my friends, there is so much nuance in all of that, that that has to come through deep, deep learning. But we must recognize that God has total solution for the excruciating pain of our life so that we can begin to truly live, really live, uh, not, not exist, not survive, not cope, live as we were meant to live, cutting through, uh, you know, major dark territory to go in and get other people and bring them out. And you're not going to do that by just trying to be a nice, well-mannered uh, Christian. You get your lunch eaten. You will be so broken down and bitter that you you decide I am not I am not gonna you know I'm not gonna believe for people or uh, you know I'm out I'm out of the church I mean I mean there is all kinds of things that will begin to happen once you get done with uh, you know the being nice kind of Christian and what is all of that and you know well it's good questions but we got to transfer over into and let God transition us into his kingdom of his son who let me tell you what did not play with demons and try to be nice he did not try to be intimately involved with uh religious people who wanted to kill him now he was fine to have a conversation with Nicodemus who came in the night who was about to break away from all of that You see, so we've got to be those who let the Father begin to educate us in their way of life. And my friends, there is excruciating pain, 
in the other ways that we've lived, but there is exquisite pain that actually is involved in the agony of truly and earnestly contending for the faith and for the coming together of the true bold brethren. And we don't want to live in this fantasy of where we think somehow there's not supposed to be any pain involved. No, no, no. If you're alive, you're going to feel pain. If you're not on all your your pain mids uh, and you stub your toe, my friends, you're going to feel it. But it's just a part of walking across the room. It's going to be all right. We're going to make it through. We're going to because we've got a supply from our Father when we let Him direct our pain, what, whatever the reasons for the pain is. Because this word agony that I talked about in the first two episodes on this comes out of Jude three and four. And it's an agony that's associated in the Greek meaning with the agony that comes with running a long-distance race. We are in this for the long haul. And we have got to let him get us ready for the long haul. That's what Bold Brethren is about. That's what this deepening uh, breed of fellowship is about that I'm talking with you here on Tent Talk and I guarantee you, it's I'm going to continue with it because it's real-time engagement. This is real-time what the Father is attempting to make real in us. It is not just a teaching, not just a thought, not just a faraway, pie-in-the-sky kind of thing. This is the reality of what He's looking to bring us into, and He's doing it right now. So I'm encouraging you to talk with Him about this. Look those scriptures up, 2 Corinthians 7 9 and 10. Look at Jude 3 and 4. Look at Philippians 1, 26, 27, 28. Of course, in the Amplified Classic, I encourage you. But then, you know, look at it in other readings. You know, look at this. Begin to let him show you what that's going to mean for you. But my friends, we must come out of the excruciating pain of our life and our own pain management of it. And we've got to go into and be willing to embrace the fellowship of his sufferings into the exquisite pain of really being alive. I hope this makes you hungry to really live, not hide, not survive, not shut down, not isolate, not withdraw, not go cold. Because the word says, Matthew 24, 12, is that where lawlessness and sin abounds, the love of the body is waxing cold. It's going psycho. But not us, my friends. That cannot be said of us. We must be those who say, Father, get us ready to live full out in you and with you with great wisdom, great skill, great sharpness, tremendous great sharpness. Let it be now, Father. Oh, Father. Thank you for your way of life. Jesus, thank you for being the first of many brethren and truly, truly not just showing us how to live, but imparting that actual life and nature to us so that we too can grow up and live like you in oneness with you. Holy Spirit, make it all happen in the sons because it's you that leads the sons. Yes, Romans eight fourteen. Oh, my friends, here we go. Mm, here we go. Love you all. Bye. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.